I V M. Welcome to episode uh, 22 of Edges and Sledges. Um, for the first time, DJ and I are together in London. Um, we have Ashwin in uh, Cincinnati, not Canada anymore. He just moved to Cincinnati. And uh, yeah, I think a rather depressing episode for us. Um, just a quick recap, India is now 2-0 down in the five-match series. Um, I flew here, I don't know why, but to watch the Lord's test. Um, <laughs> I was very excited, to be honest. I was not here on day one, and the DJ was in the stadium when it rained. But um, I quickly realized that day two was not very very good, because all I did was I was sitting in the stadium, and I just saw Indian wickets fall at regular intervals. So that was not fun. And we'll do a little bit more deep dive on the game. But one highlight for me was meeting Saurabh Ganguly. So I saw him outside the Lord Stadium. Um, very chilled out guy, very casual guy. And in fact, I didn't just see him on day two. I saw him on day three and on day four. <laughs> so it almost felt like we were going for the match together. I saw him coming out of the tube, uh, walking to the stadium. So yeah, very down to earth guy. But apart from that highlight, there was really nothing to write home about. Um, I am going to uh, talk through a couple of the different agenda items. To, then I'll keep uh, passing it over to you. Guys. Agenda items? Agenda items, bro. Varun in holiday, bro. <laughs> Agenda items, but it's a. I have to take the tone, man. It's a little more depressing. This. Thing. Yeah, I mean, if our listeners haven't fallen asleep yet, they will be asleep pretty soon. So, so let's go straight in. Ashwin, okay, um, what do you think of the second test? How big of a factor was the toss? It was. It was obviously a big factor, right? I mean, with the conditions being the weather, it was interesting. I was remembering last week we spoke about maybe it'll be dry, good for spinners, and this that. And then with all the rain that came in, there's no doubt the toss played a role. Having said that, the toss is not the reason India lost the match, right? This was probably a long time coming. You know, it was ridiculous to think. There's some talk now about the next test and the pitch and things. It was ridiculous to think with a lineup like Jimmy. And Stuart Broad, and then obviously third, fourth, and fifth seamers in England, all of who've done well, it would be anything other than a seeming wicket. And that's exactly what it was. Uh, I mean, England just outplayed, Virat Kohli used the word, but significantly outplayed India. And I think the toss was a big factor, but it wasn't the reason India lost the game. Fair enough. So I have one interesting stat, and I'm just trying to. Um... I'm just looking at it. So, DJ, it's a very interesting story about India, England, and Australia. And um, it says that Australia, when they play at home, have won 15 games. When they play away, they've lost 14 games. Right? Okay. Um, England have won 15 games at home and lost 14 games away. India won 13 games at home and lost 14 games away. Okay. Basically, you're winning at home and you're losing overseas and it's almost an equal proportion. Now, I have yeah. skipped a little bit of the numbers. There are draws. There are some losses. Yeah. But do you think there's a do you think there's an interesting case to be had for doing away with the toss in test cricket? I think it came up at the ICC meeting early in the year and they decided to keep the toss. It's a difficult question to answer because we don't know life without the toss. I think they trialed it in county cricket and it's worked quite well. They've not been producing seeming wickets anymore. But for the international cricket scene to lose the toss is going to be a very big call. And for to give the toss is it makes it, there's an element of luck to it, yes. And the game could have been completely different um if India had won the toss. But 
That said, I mean, we were destroyed by two bowlers who are absolutely the best in these conditions, right? Um, Jimmy Anderson in the first inning and Stuart Broad in the second inning. So I don't think even doing away with the toss would have helped us as much. We certainly wouldn't have won the game in two and something days. Yeah. So um, I think we should give thought to getting away, get, getting rid of the toss in test cricket to try and negate the um, home advantage to some extent. But it'll take quite a long time for cricket as a whole to adjust to it. And test cricket particularly doesn't deal well with change. And this would be a drastic change. Sure. Um, it's, it's an interesting one. We can link to the article that we wrote a couple of years ago, but we talked about this for T20s. And the example I quoted mm-hmm. in the article that we wrote was in a sport like baseball, there's no toss, right? So it's nine innings, very different format, but the home team always bats second. And you know that, and you have an equal number of home and away games. And so we'll put the link to the article in our podcast, but it's not, it's cricket's one of the few sports, if not the only one that is so heavily dependent on luck before the game starts. And maybe with the Test Championship that's coming up, we've got some games at home and some away. And if you can get an equal number of games home and away, then maybe you can trial that because it it will make it an even contest. So I don't follow football much, but wasn't there something in the Champions League also that said that if you score at away, it's counted more than scoring at home? If it's time. Yeah, an away goal counts. If the goal difference is the same. Okay. An away goal counts for more than a home goal. Okay. In the knockout phases, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so... Yeah, so yeah, I don't think it's the only reason we lost the... No, no, no. It was bad luck. And the reason I'm saying that is because um, I think it goes very well into the next segment of our uh, of our discussion, which is basically... I, I do want to call out saying that I was there for majority of the test match. India really did get the short end of mm. the weather. Um, on day two, I have never seen conditions like that with being so overcast, right? So firstly, even Jimmy Anderson said, it's not just India. If we had the ball on those conditions, we could get any team out. Mm. So I think it's not just the India factor. But what I was surprised about is Kohli's selection of the team, knowing that the conditions are such, knowing that you've lost a day. Mm. Um, Ashwin, any thoughts? I mean, I know you You initially had said that uh, playing Kulbeet is a different challenge, right? Red ball is a different challenge to uh, white ball cricket. Um, and, and just to be clear, I think DJ and I said we may want to see Kulbeet, but we didn't expect him to play this game. Not a lot. Yeah, not Especially a lot. Especially with the weather yeah. and the green grass on the pitch that we pointed out last, last week. So but, it was an odd selection to say the least. Yeah, but tell us your thoughts on overall selection and Kulbeet. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the disclaimer, but before the first test, you guys both did say we'd like to see Kuldeep on the side. And, and I, I said no. I understand for that. Ashwin took all those wickets. I mean, I'm not disputing that. Fair enough. We would no, have I mean, probably on the edge of the test if we didn't play Mason who played Kuldeep. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, look, no no complaints from me on the batting selection. Okay, I wanted to see Rahul keep his part. I wanted to see Dhawan lose it. And I wanted to see Pujara come in. Uh, and, you know, Karthik for now keep his spot at least. So absolutely no complaints on there. I think from a bowling standpoint, I, I do completely understand why they went with, with Kuldeep. I think I stand by the point that I think with for all his uh, test match experience, if you were to pick a second spinner against a solid England side, for me, it would be Jadeja. 
because the reality is Ashwin and Kuldeep both do spin the ball the same direction anyway. So you're basically preserving both of them for the left-handers. Jadeja gives you a lefty option who can turn the ball away from the right-hander, whatever little bit he turns. Uh, but the reality is, honestly, you should have gone with the extra, the extra quick bowler for the conditions being the way they were. I don't know how it works. I don't know if you have to announce your 11 at 9 a.m. on the first day, or do you announce it at the toss? After and, and the toss. Yeah, the toss. so having lost one day and come on, uh, like one full day to rain and come on the second day, I think the logical move would have been to, to try pace. But I think we also have to accept that hindsight is twenty twenty. It's easy for us to look back on a horrible, horrible game and say it was poor selection. I well, think it's a very strange selection. I mean, it's, it's, it so, made sense with the number of left-handers they had, right? But they've actually lost David Milan and Ben Stokes. And two right-handers have come in instead. So it's a very, very strange selection. And somebody was pointing out it's the second strange spin selection that Kohli's made in his 37 test as captain. The other one was Karan Sharma, if you remember, in the first Australia yeah. test. And I mean, he also did nothing, right? Nothing. And poor colleague, I mean, like, his confidence must be shattered because he bowled horribly. Yeah, he bowled very badly, to be honest. I mean, I, there were just full tosses. I don't know what he was doing. They were sweeping him every delivery. Yeah, but he had four fielders, like, in catching position on his first ball, which was just, I mean... Yeah, I mean, just, he, just in fairness, really quickly... There was a high chance initially that they thought Stokes would be replaced by Moin Ali. So that's one extra lefty coming back into the side, right? There was a belief that that might happen from a batting standpoint. But I, I mean, I I think I get I get why they went with the extra spinner. And it, the reality is none of us should sit here and be surprised that the Kohli-Shastri combination had bizarre selections, right? That's the truth of it. There's no, I think, what is the set I was sharing with you guys? I don't think in Kohli's entire tenure as captain, which is now 37 matches, he has never played back-to-back tests with the same 11. Yeah. So it and was, he didn't this one either. Yeah. So it was, it went, it was, it goes without saying that he was going to do something strange. I think, yeah, this was probably a little more strange than I would have wanted. Like bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre is the word. But I mean, how much are we missing Bhuvneshwar and Bumrah. Yeah, actually, I think Bhuvneshwar would have done really well. Oh, he would have been just unplayable, yeah. I think. In, on day one, he would have just, like... He would have got the swing that was needed, right? And and he's not a... Like, he's kind of like Anderson in a way, not as skilled. Um, not as Just experienced. more skilled. Just more skilled. Like, Anderson took 5 for 20, he would have taken 10 for 5. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he gets he gets that swing. He's not fast. Uh, yeah, I think I think he would have been good. The the interesting news is I think Bumrah is mm. getting fit, so you never know if he's going to play the third test. But so let's talk let's talk a little bit about the batting before we talk about the English performance in the in the Nords test. I have a simple question for you guys, um, and both of I want both of you to answer it. India lost. India has lost two zero so far here. In the previous tour, we were also 2-0 down. What is it that makes us so angry with Rahul and Dhawan and Pujara and Vijay? Yet, for us, Rahul Dravid, Ganguly, Lakshman, Sehwag and Gambhir are like legends and Dhoni. If that lineup was losing 2-0, are we expecting too much to, to, to be better off than that lineup? Why do we hate these guys so much versus those guys? Any thoughts? Just a general question. I think it's a combination. I think expectations rise, right? Like the number one test ranking, granted most of it because of wins at home, winning in ODIs across the board, basically in most different countries we play. So I think the expectations 
have risen a little bit. But I think personally for me, with why Lords was upsetting was it was the magnitude of the defeat. It was the si- the sheer size of it. It was the lack of fight. It was poor quality shots. It was lack of strategy. It was that's what it's more upsetting. It's not so much about the actual scoreline. I think if somebody had said we'd be too like I don't remember what we each predicted, but I certainly predicted a series loss, right? Yeah. I, mean, I predicted two one, uh, which is still on the cards now. It's probably looking worse than that. But yeah, I mean, if somebody said you'd be two zero after two tests in England, that's not a, that's not the surprising part. It's losing in what three and what three and one third day in the first one, and like three ish days for the under three days for the second. That's what's disappointing. Yeah. Any thoughts? I think um, 2007, I think, was when we won in England under Dravid. Won, um, 2011, we lost our best fast bowler on day one. Sahir went oh. back. And that tour went downhill from there quite quickly. 2014, we started off in the lead. And then we dropped Alistair Cook for 15. He scored runs. and then 200 or something, right? No, he scored, I think, 90-odd. Okay. Uh, Jadeja dropped him at third slip. and he went on to score 90 odd and save his career and in the process win england the series 3-1 and now this i think this this is a weird one because two test matches ago at johannesburg it is the same bunch of people that played probably a more difficult attack mm. on a, on a pitch that almost had to be abandoned on so i think when we say that they don't they, they lack the fight and they lack the gumption and the courage it's a hard thing to say because rahane scored 50 i think on that page pujara scored 50 maybe and kohli certainly scored 51 and 43 if i'm not wrong and johannesburg against uh, philander abada etc and until edgbaston we were 50 runs from a win and suddenly to have i think we just had a couple of bad days we got the worst of the conditions we are playing attacking cricket with we are not playing like our, the earlier generations played six batsmen we are not doing that mm. we are playing five batsmen dk as half a batsman and pandya as half a batsman and ashwin as maybe half a batsman so dk should be a full batsman honestly he should be and it's been disappointing that and it's i think there there's been a bit of bad luck there's been a bit of um i mean we also have to acknowledge and maybe we'll come to that later that these two guys jimmy anderson and stuart broad are the masters of their craft in yeah. these conditions no batting lineup would have been able to resist them on day one no batting lineup or oh, sorry day two um the australians have seen it stuart broad's taken 8 for 15 against them once so at least we didn't do that badly oh. and in it's just the conditions are irresistible in the condition it's like kumble at kotla right like you know he will get the wicket it's just a matter of time and we were sitting ducks once we lost it awesome we tried we had a couple of brief periods when rahane and kohli were batting in the first innings yeah and then we had a period where rahane and pujara were batting in the second innings where things looked good but i mean it is the conditions they know it's the conditions they've grown up and they jimmy anderson's taken 104 3 wickets at lords or something i mean that's one ground at which he's taken what is it 20% of his test wickets yeah There's only one player who's done, who's taken a hundred wickets at one ground, other Good than Anderson, and he's done it at three different grounds. You three told grounds. us, right? It was an insane stat. Was it SSC's goal and somewhere else, Kandy, right? I think, yeah, unbelievable. Insane. <laughs> no, but but just back to your point. I think the 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 reaction I have is 
the the difference there was two differences really between the Joburg test and this the side that's playing now. One is Parthiv mm. Patel played instead of DK, but I really don't think that's made, that made a difference. Mm-hmm. So fine. I think that's, that's an improvement. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. The se- the second is that we played five, we played four seamers plus Hardik Pandya in Joburg. There was not one over of spin. Okay, Bhumra uh, B- I think took five wickets in the first innings. Shami took five wickets in the second innings. Uh, so it comes down to ultimately to me it comes down to you guys were talking about Bhuvi and Bumrah before this but it comes down to bench strength a little when you have your two best seamers playing all three formats it goes without saying that there will be injuries there will be fatigue when England lost Stokes fine not because of injury or whatever or to try to hit the trial they brought in Wokes and we're going to talk about him later but look what, what a game he had when they lost that third seamer they had to bring in Sam Curran who nobody knew and he had an incredible first game. So it comes down to bench strength, right? Yes, no doubt Anderson and Broad are masters of their craft. But England feels pretty good that if one of them got injured for the third test, they'd still feel really good about their seam attack. And for India, without Bhuvi and Bumrah, suddenly our seam attack looks quite weak, give, giving credit where it's due to what Shami and Ashant have done. Fair enough, yeah. And um, the, on on Bhuvi, I mean, we knew we were coming to England, right? Yeah. Why has his injury not been managed better? I mean, it's literally the one place that you need him. And I'm now worried about next year's World Cup. I mean, he's a key player for us in limited overs. Yeah, and I also think the only reason we were able to give a fight in South Africa was because of Bumi. Yeah, that that is absolutely right. He didn't play the second test. He yeah. came back for the third test. Yeah. After being an outstanding form in the first test. Yeah. And um, Bhuvi's taken five at Lords before and he's been outstanding with the bat as well. I think he yeah. got thirty odd last time. Yeah, he can bat too. So, Bhuvi had, had South Africa 15 for 3, which I think is what Lord's test India scores. 15 for 3, where I think we literally... Yeah, I think but we that was because uh, Kohli ran Pujara. Oh, sorry, we can't say that, right? Pujara ran Pujara himself. Ran himself yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, interesting. So, before we talk about the third test, right... Um, Let's talk a little bit about the English team. So, Ashwin, you mentioned Chris Wokes. What a game he had. Um, coming in, in coming in to replace Ben Stokes, I think the only thing he could have done was to hit a century to kind of cement his place. And he did just that. So but Has he cemented his place? That's the question I was going to ask, Ashwin. <laughs> what do you think? I honestly have no idea, right? I mean, you, they talked... The, after the first test, the celebration was, ooh, Sam Curran is a new... Ben Stokes, it's phenomenal to have a guy who can bowl as a full-time bowler and bat consistently. Now they, they brought in Wokes and he, did, like you said, 100 or 5 for, I mean, un, unbelievable. And I, I genuinely have no idea what they're going to do. My only thought is, the one guy who might miss out for the third test, depending on what the pitch does, is Adil Rashid. After all yeah, that, I, is, you know, you could play five seamers, three of who can bat at probably number five, five or six if they had to. That's a great side. I mean, that's the only thought I had. Yeah, even I, I have a feeling Adil Rashid will make way for Ben Stokes. And Adil Rashid in the last game, by the way, bowled zero balls, made zero runs, took zero catches. Yeah. But he was there for the full three days of the field. They should have got, Jade, they should have got Jadeja to field for him. Yeah, where he completely <laughs> lost the ball. Uh, he was just staring up at like... Uh, I think he, we, he might uh, replace uh, Josh Butler, Ben Stokes. Butler hasn't had the best series as yet. He hasn't really done much. He missed two catches in one over of 
works. So, so, this, so but, this is, but this is the irony, right? Like, Butler Rahane is the vice captain. Are you going to drop your vice captain for a couple of back ben, he, ben Stokes has also been vice captain. No, I know. But are you going to swap that out for, you know, you just assigned him vice captain before this series for a long five-match series. Are you going to drop him after two tests? It's a tough question. It's a really it, tough it's, question. it's a hard one. But um, I yeah. think they could drop Rashid if Ro- if Root says, "Hey, if we need a couple of overs to spin, I'll pick up the ball." He bowls handy off spin. Then they can yeah. drop Adil Rashid. Otherwise, they won't. What about Pujara, guys? What did you guys think of Pujara's innings? Two, well, one of them was one of 19 balls and then run out. But he didn't look really like he only he was the only guy I thought who looked in the first innings like he knew what was happening. Yeah, so I have a bit of a radical view here that y'all are not going to like it. Oh, but, yes. Uh, I think you should open with Pujara and Rahul. And I think you should... Yum! What happens to Yum? Kick him out, man. Like, he's taking pictures of coffee on Instagram <laughs> and all. Like, you should be feeling a little bit bad about your life. Like, <laughs> empty coffee, coffee cup. Dude. Yeah, what was the point of that coffee cup? Yeah. Dude, it's half empty. It's full <laughs> empty for him. It's fully empty for him. Um... Uh, I forgot what I was saying. But anyway. <laughs> no, open uh, with Pujara and Rahul. Who I do you bring in for Vijay then? Yeah, we'll open with Pujara and Rahul. And any guesses who I would play at three in my radical view? Birinder Sehwal. Team I would open with. Rishabh Pant. No, not three. Come on. I would actually play Hardik Pandya at three. Why not Ashwin? Yeah, Ashwin Pandya. Ashwin at four. Guys. Pandya at three, Ashwin, Ashwin at four. Me do. Then I play Gambhir at five. <laughs> after Ashwin. <laughs> um, no, but it's a bit radical. But anyway, okay, forget the party at three. But open with Pujara, man. It gives you a chance to bring Pant into the team. I, I, I personally feel that. So, if you ask me, my view, and let's go round by round. But my view for the third test is Pant will come in. I just, I, I, I wish it wasn't as simple as Pant for DK. Because I do think DK is a solid batsman. I think he can. I think DK and Rahul are two guys we have spoken about the most since we started this podcast. Yeah. They are finally yeah. getting a shot. I would say give them a little bit mm. of a run. Mm. So I just I just wish. So I know it's not gonna happen, but I wish Pant would come in instead of uh, Vijay. And they would make Pujara open and, and just kind of solidify that piece. Because mm. honestly, Pujara is coming in, in the first or second over anyway. Um <laughs> I think there's no doubt that he has to play. If nothing else, his technique is good enough, he can block the ball. But that's one change I'd like to see. And I, I I definitely don't think Kuldeep will play the next game. I would be yeah. happy to see Jadeja. But more happy if Bumrah comes back. Yeah. yeah. Happy to see uh, Ashwin, your thoughts on the selection for the next game? I, you know, I've, ironically, I think there's been so much about the chopping and changing and cutting and how that bad that is for morale and how people don't have any confidence because they, they're they all, the, all in the chopping block. I think, they, I, think I have a gut feeling that they're going to keep the top seven the same. Okay? I think if Bumrah's available, they may look at that Kuldeep choice, maybe bring Bumrah back in for him. I don't know enough about the Trent Bridge, Bridge pitch just yet, but I have a feeling he's going to stick to his top seven for at least one more game. I mean, Vijay has nearly 4,000 runs. He averages almost 40. Yeah, it's not the best, but he has played some phenomenal knocks for India, even overseas. And so I think, I, I agree with you, like nobody wants to have scored a pair of ducks. But I have a feeling Kohli will stick to the team top seven, and I'm not necessarily opposed to that for one more match. I think the bowlers they need to figure out. Okay, and your thoughts? I actually think Pandya is going to be dropped, mm-hmm. and he, we are going to bring in a batsman. Whether the batsman is Karun Nair, who scored 303 <laughs> at Chennai against the same team and never did anything again, 
if he could score a fifth of that in one innings na yeah that he's be... sorted his career is made yeah but anyway like, i think they're going to keep yum yum will get another shot cuz yum has been around for too long i think pant will come in but not as a keeper as an attacking batsman and pandya will go and the reason for this is that pandya is not bowling enough like kohli is not using pandya enough to justify his slot in the team kohli's use of bowlers has been another strange one where he brought on kuldeep before ashwin in the in the first innings and ashwin came on when the lead had already gone past yeah that was terrible i mean and you're just like he's your senior bowler how how can you treat him like this yeah. So if I can just jump in with some quick stats I I while I don't disagree with you in terms of what I think should happen Pandya bowled more than Ashwin in the last game he picked up the most he picked up three wickets the highest for India um he had yeah. the best economy rate for India the three wickets included Bairstow who made 93 and Karan who made 40 and he batted he made the second highest number of scores yeah granted it was 26 but it was the second highest total for India in that second innings chase so on paper the stats from this previous test wouldn't suggest that pandya no, should be no, dropped I mean, but i agree with you i agree with you from a composition right he's yeah. got a guy out in 93 and current stand to hit a six every ball so i mean the, the those don't they're like dwayne bravo wickets in ipl yeah. but good the, for fantasy but in but, real but, life but nobody them. else got them right this guy hit 93 of everybody else everybody else gave more than four runs Including an over pandya. basically i i told you the pandya thing is irrational man kohli yeah. will he i actually believe kohli can drop everyone else in the team but not pandya There is some irrational. But he's case. just not doing enough and bowling the, to justify his slot as a batsman. The irrational thing is that, that we want to groom the next couple there. That's just purely what it is. Whether it's there okay. or not, that's the irrational feeling. Kapil Dev was a legit all-rounder. No, He I agree, to, but they want they want to like, groom. He scored 175 not out by himself. No, I I agree. I'm not defending Pandya. I'm just oh. saying you cannot look at the Lord's Test and look at the entire lineup and say Pandya is the one who should go. That's what I'm saying. But I think he has to because it's what's upsetting the balance. We're not even being able to draw matches or get close enough because we are playing only those five specialist batsmen now. So you're saying four bowlers? Our longest time of sustained success in Test cricket overseas, we played six batsmen, six full batsmen plus a keeper who could bat. Right? We remember the overseas wins because they were inspired spells of bowling, either by Zaheer Khan at Trent Bridge. or by ajit agarkar in adelaide they were few and far between but we didn't lose as many test matches because we had seven yeah. pro- proper batsmen yeah. and we don't have that yeah, anymore and you're right ashwin is being a half batsman pandya is being a half batsman so i kind of agree that the challenge like i said is they will not drop him and that's going to be the problem which is why i i didn't suggest like that which is why i suggested pushing pujara up etc but um, i don't know man pandya it's a, it's a it's a problem of intent right is the word that we talk about all the time the intent has become greater much greater than the content and the talent yes. it, i mean we've joked about it before but it's it's true yeah the content and the talent is exceeded by the intent now and Yeah, and just because they're losing games like, because of likes it. the way pandya plays i'm by the way pandya likes the caribbean way of life from ghatkopar from ghatkopar so <laughs> so maybe that's the intent man that's what it's about you dream big but anyway okay so pandya's not going to uh pandya's not going to go out so, so who's going out kuldeep is definitely going yeah, out and agreed. I, so that's that's a one change i think all three of us agree but is he I out should... for jadeja or for bumrah or bhavi i think so too but i just don't know who they're going to bring in but that depends i think for bumrah 
Okay. If Mura plays, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. He has to go for a Seema. Because yeah. Trent Bridge apparently is also going to be quick and bouncy. and uh, which, which makes sense, man. Look at their bowling lineup. Yeah. Bro, if I, if yeah. you make a bouncy pitch, drop Rashid, play Stokes, Karan and yeah. Oaks and you're set. Yeah, exactly. No, we are there again this yeah, weekend. Um, <laughs> so that's one change um, we all agree about. I'm going to take a call and say that I think Pant is going to play. Um, instead of? I think it's instead of Vijay. Uh, but yeah, so that that's a little bit of a wild call from my side. I, I, I think Pant or Nair will play instead of Pandya. Okay, Ashan. Same top. Any other? Same top seven. Same top seven. Okay, oh, cool. Man. Difference of opinion over here. Yeah. So last. Um, okay. So you're going against the last 37 tests of Kohli's reign. No, he'll change the he'll, he'll change, change the eleven. He'll change the cuisine. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll just give huh. the same top seven another chance because of the amount of talking about the chopping. By the way, this was his first loss by an innings. Huh? So, oh, Kohli is yeah. like really pissed right now. Yeah. He's not speaking to anyone in the team. Really? Yeah. But I'm Vijay, that's why he's having coffee. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's speaking to Pandya. Him and Pandya. Are and maybe Dinesh Karthik and him went out for a nice coffee. Vijay and Dinesh. <laughs> I actually was about to say Dinesh and Vijay should open the next Because it's 1 and 0. Yeah. Share they great partnership. They can't open together. <laughs> that would be amazing whether if that happens. Why? 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 Why can't they open together? I think the, the chemistry is just not uh, okay. not great between them. So nice. Um, it's the same reason Slater and Gilchrist couldn't open. Oh, why? Together. Why was that? Just the chemistry, bro. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on to the last one, DJ. I'm going to ask you a quick wrap up of what happened in the Stokes case. I know the verdict is out. Yeah, he's not guilty. Uh, so interestingly. Um, England have all three of their all-rounders available. World-class Hardik Pandyas. The English Hardik Pandya is now also available. Uh, so, Ben Stokes is back in the team. Um, he's really relieved and stuff. So, um, I hate the guy. But he's going to play more cricket. And probably still beat people up. So, yeah. Uh, Welcome back to him. It's a bit sad. I was... Uh... I was hoping that there would be a little bit more justice. I feel bad for Wokes, man. Yeah, and that's why exactly what we were saying. The the problem... Uh, look, I also want to say that, that Wokes was fantastic even while I was watching him in the stadium. Yeah. He troubled Kohli so much. Mm. You could just see that this guy is going to pick up a wicket any minute. Yeah. Also, I was sitting there on day three where in England, I think it was 87 for four at... At lunch, mm. which was not bad, man. Come on, let's be honest. Just before lunch, India mm. picked up four wickets. I mean, Joe I, Root. Yeah. Yep. I think I think that was a good session. I think genuinely we thought if we can restrict them to 140. Our best session, actually. Yeah, yeah. We've got a game on this. We even came back after lunch and got another wicket. Mm. So, five down. And then Chris Wokes walks in and scores at almost a runner ball. After having bowled this magnificent spell. I mean, I really don't know too many other teams where you could worry about whether Wokes would play the third test yeah. or not. Especially if the other guy is Sam Curran, right? Yeah. Man of the match in the first test. Yeah. 20-year-old who won the test from nowhere, 87 yeah. for 7. Who's batting changed the game. And then, and bowling. Took bowling, three of course. In the first, se- first Bowling, innings. of course. Something whose batting changed the course of the game. Completely. Especially given India yeah. got it down to like 40 yeah. runs. Yeah. Runs. And then, um, now Ben Stokes. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Chris Wokes, who's the... Man of the match in the second game. Yeah. So you've got two man of the matches, and then you have Ben Stokes. Yeah. So 
this is not looking good, bro. I think we should cancel our tickets. I think we're, we're going first class to Nottingham. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought, by the way, Any meant that we'll have a flat bed and all. But uh, Anisha, yeah, he, DJ's wife just told me that there's free Wi-Fi and some biscuits. With it, he's, right? he's never been in a first class train, obviously. Um, Can you imagine what the economy is like? I, do, I can't even, I dread to think about <laughs> that. Like, But anyway, so DJ and I will be there. We will definitely go live. Um... The, the third test starts at Nottingham uh, this Saturday, I think at 11 a.m. UK time. So tune in. DJ and I will definitely be going live from the ground multiple times um, if we can. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, do tune in then. Do log in um, to face, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on our podcast. We're on Spotify now as well, as we've been saying for a couple of episodes. So yeah, so we'll uh, speak to you next week. Quiz. Quiz? Yeah, quiz. He's got a quiz for us. Okay, then let's do the quiz. (laughs) Let's do the quiz. Are you sure we have time? We want to power through it? Yeah, Yeah. we should should do it. I I think Varun needs another shot to become the legend. (laughs) You can subscribe and do all that other stuff also. And you can also listen to our quiz. And you can listen to our quiz as well. All right, guys. Four questions this time. I'll go one at a time. One question each. We're in the same place. We should have fastest finger first. (laughs) We should have a buzzer. I can't keep track of that. All right. Coin toss. Coin toss. Varun, you call. Heads. It's heads. Do you want to go first or second? Go First. First. All right. Question one. We'll have a bat. There's only two questions each. So, and then there's a tiebreaker. So, I have a feeling this will come to a tiebreaker. Um, all these questions are just about the Lord's test, okay? Because clearly I had a this lot of time Lord's to prepare test. this. Just for about this previous test. This who, one? Yeah. Who, uh, who made the highest number of cumulative runs for India? Made this highest number of Ashwin. Correct. Uh, yeah, which is right. Uh, DJ, which batsman had the highest strike rate in the entire match? <laughs> Not Pujara. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Chris Wolf. This is, by the way, DJ Chris making Wolf. two guesses in one match. Chris yeah. Wolf. Seriously. It is not Chris Wokes. Chris Wokes bat made 137 of 177 uh, at a strike rate of 77.4. Do you want to try to steal? Huh? Do you want to try to steal for half a point? High strike rate in the entire four match. Four 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 Sam Curran. Oh, I know the answer. Can I get it back? I know no. the answer. Now. No, that's it's not Shami. how this works. Yeah, it's Shami. He went 10 of 3. Was it Shami? It's Shami yeah, right? he went 10 from 3 balls and got out. So, strike rate oh, of 333. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you guess that? I don't remember. Shami just guessed everything. Yeah, but you don't get that point, DJ. Okay. No, no, I don't want the point. Back, back, back to Varun. I don't need the point. Back the to Varun. Who had the lowest strike rate in the match? <laughs> <laughs> think, think, this, think this through. Think, uh, there's, a, there's a tricky math question. Tricky. <sighs> Yum. Yeah, that's the correct answer. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to guess Pujara, man. Strike out of four, one from 25. Oh, Still zero. <laughs> zero divided by five. Zero divided by five is zero. So, yes, correct. Cumulative strike rate of zero is a lot. So, you're at two. DJ, you've officially lost. Yeah. You couldn't even get to the last one. Right? Hang on. You couldn't even get to day four. Show me, dude. Last question. What is the most common method of dismissal across both teams this match? Caught. No, dude, LBW. There were like six LBWs in each inning. 
Dude, just like pulled an England India on me in this Lord's Test yeah, quiz. Legend, I've bro. been knocked out for zero in the first yeah, yum. So you can't redeem I'm, yourself, but I want to okay. see if you guys can guess this last question in the entire. So whoever gets this wins, huh? No, Varun's the winner. There was, if you were close, I would have done it for That's you. But... Lord's legend, I'm so chilled. That's honor sport. Honor sport. Honor sport. Closest wins for this one. How many overs of spin were bowled in the entire match? Uh, DJ, you guess first because you came second, distant second. Uh, no, 18. Varun? 32. Oof, you just take it. 20, 26 is the other. So it's almost exactly between you guys, but it's closer to Varun. Can't cut a break, man. It's 20. like you lost the toss. Yeah, I lost the toss. <laughs> Put it back. It, it's because you lost the toss. <laughs> the toss was a bad toss to lose. It was a pretty bad toss. It was a bad toss. Yeah. It was pretty hard. There so you have it. Should we do it at the top? I think we should do it at the top. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's all I have. All right. Perfect. So tune in this weekend, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, 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 everybody. It's been another great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On What the Hell Navya, Jaya Bachchan, Shwetananda and Navya herself dish out stories from their childhood. They discuss tough love between parents and their kids. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam talks to Baman Irani, President-elect Kredai, and Chairman and MD at Rustamji. They discuss the concept of buy versus rent and how to approach buying property in 2022. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus is joined by Meghnath and comedian Shad Shafi. They discuss their opinions on the ongoing Congress presidential elections and Prashant Kishore embarking on a padyatra. On The Life Manifesto, Zarina narrates a story that advocates that stress and emotions are not to be controlled but must be beautifully managed. And on The Filter Coffee Podcast, Karthik is joined by Yashraj Akashi, Senior Ambassador of the TEDx Program and Curator of TEDx Gateway. They discuss the origin story of TED and its franchise model. Guys, go to our website, ivmpodcast.com. You can check out the merch store, also links to all of our social media stuff, which is at Podcast. Also, do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of channels with many of your favorite shows available as full video podcasts. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your 5-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website or wherever you get your podcasts from.